He is risen. He is risen indeed. Happy Resurrection Day, my friends. My name is Lanning Anderson, and I've been invited to share my testimony with you, my testimony of grace, a testimony of an encounter with Jesus. It is my hope that if you're somehow doubting the reality of God, God will use this testimony to help you see things differently. Christianity is about a relationship, an intimate, personal relationship with our Creator, and so much more. Early in my childhood, I always wondered if there really was a God. Part of me wanted to believe that there was, yet there was another part of me that didn't want to think that I needed one. As a young boy, a firstborn, I was raised to be self-sufficient, to get myself up in the morning, to get dressed, walk to school, get myself home again. I watched over my siblings from the time I was seven. My parents both worked, so it was often up to me to take charge of things, manage the house, so to speak. We kept to ourselves as a family, we had little to do with our neighbors, and we never went to church. Trust wasn't given easily, and I learned to be critical of others and their intentions. Since our resources were typically modest, there were occasionally those who sought to help by knocking on our door and inviting us to church. They said they hoped we might wish to share in God's blessings. Well. My family wasn't about to accept any kind of a handout, and we sure weren't going to give those people any of our money. There had to be a catch. Nothing was really free, and they didn't get past the door. We were proud, independent. I was quick to embrace these beliefs as I grew older, largely because I was so strongly influenced by my non-believing parents. I remember them saying that religion was just a crutch for weak people. I concluded that churches simply wanted to control things and to accumulate wealth. I was convinced that they preyed upon people's fears and insecurities in order to control them. It's not surprising that I longed to make my own way and I left home as soon as the cops quit chasing me down to bring me back. I was 18 and already earning as much money as my father. My way was take no prisoners, never ask for help, manipulate my way to success and give credit to no one. I mean, who needs God or anyone else for that matter? when you've got all that you need. You're self-determined and in control, right? I was sure that I was on track, that this was the formula for success in life. I had figured it out. I got married to my high school sweetheart after enlisting in the Army at 19. It was a rocky and somewhat tumultuous start but we survived each other's fumbling efforts to manage each other 
Now fast forwarding a bit, I eventually found myself with the accumulated responsibility for raising two kids, caring for our faithful dog, trying not to wreck my GTO. And I loved my GTO. <laughs> Finding myself old enough to finally play in the over 30 softball league and being totally sold out to a successful military career and the social life that came with it. In fact, I was convinced that all would remain perfect as long as I didn't allow anyone or anything rock my boat. My reputation as a solid family man and dedicated army officer was sacred. My life was my idol. My life. But remember, nothing, nothing is really free. Truth be told, I was constantly stressed, uncertain, increasingly insecure, and terribly afraid that I wouldn't be able to handle the responsibility any longer. Each goal I satisfied merely led to three more being added to my plate. Career expectations, the needs of others in my family, the fact that I now knew I wasn't strong enough to keep it all together was almost too much to comprehend. It was exactly then that I discovered that my worst fear had become reality. A nightmare, really. I had an enemy, and it was personal. Another had intruded upon my life, and he was relentless in pursuing my wife's heart. His influence on her was going to be my undoing. This would change everything, everything that I cared about. Certain to ruin my marriage and my career. My reputation would never survive it. This other man, this Jesus, threatened my life like no other. I panicked. I wasn't raised in the church. I didn't know the first thing about who he was or what he and his kind were going to do to my family. I didn't trust them. I was convinced that Cindy had gotten caught up in some sort of cult. It was the only thing that could possibly explain the changes I saw in her. Our social life came to a halt, of course. I couldn't have my friends and coworkers find out that she had gone off the deep end praying all the time, going to church. I even resorted to reading the Bible when she wasn't around, just so I could be sure that she wasn't being taught a bunch of nonsense. I had to be certain that the scriptures she kept referring to were actually in the Bible. And it was in the reading of God's word that I soon came to recognize the truth. To know my real human condition to be confronted by my arrogance, my pride, my selfish behavior, and ultimately, my desperate need to be free of fear, of sin, and its vicious hold over me. But it wasn't enough to simply believe in God. It wasn't enough to simply believe in him and accept him as some sort of cosmic observer 
all while still trying to keep him at arm's length. It just wasn't going to be possible with what the Bible was telling me was real about God, real about Jesus. So this is the bottom line. I discovered in his word that there was no handling things all on my own. That a man dead in his sin will never be able to save himself. He'll never be able to reach out and grab onto that which will save him from internal ruin. He's dead. I'm living proof of the simple fact that God initiates and that God saves. I certainly wasn't looking for him. He came after me. God's word made it clear that I was dead in my sin and that Jesus gave his life for me. He paid the price. He fulfilled my death sentence. My response could be nothing other than to admit that I was a sinner in need of Jesus. My Savior, confessing all the while that I had absolutely nothing to offer that would warrant his forgiveness. I had stolen his throne. I had been living as if I were God and I was in charge of my life. I deserved the death I had earned. This is God's grace. That we bring nothing to the relationship but depravity and brokenness. Jesus brings goodness and love. Acknowledge him. Repent and be saved. It's a done deal. I personally experienced Christ's presence as he saved me 32 years ago. And his ongoing engagement in my life has changed me forever. How wonderful it is to know that God is real and that he delights in my life. He speaks to me daily through his word as the scriptures are alive with hope and promise. His spirit lives within me and encourages behaviors in me that couldn't possibly be more contrary to my old sinful nature. My life has been made new, and it's my hope and prayer that each of you surrenders the whole of your lives to the Jesus who loves the most unlovable. I'm not going to tell you that all has gone perfectly in my life. Since I became a Christian, no. I still struggle with sin. I still try to take possession of my life, and without Christ, I don't know that I'll ever master putting others before myself with any kind of consistency. I still harbor a critical, distrustful spirit at times, and I find myself praying for forgiveness far more than I pray for others. What has been added to my life, however, is perspective. I can no longer claim ignorance as an excuse. I see my sin. I grieve over its impact on my life and the lives of others. And through it all, I still have hope. Hope in Christ's redemption. Hope in my church. 
my family, and my friends, and my neighbors. God is sovereign, and he is good. It is enough to know that I really believe that what I say I believe is really real. For Jesus himself said this, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? John 11, verses 25 and 26. Thank you so very much.